Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Ready to end overwhelm and turn your dreams into inspired action? Welcome to the Get Fired Up and Focus podcast, where you'll learn how to plan, prioritize, and fire up your productivity so you can work less and live more. And now your host, MBA award-winning business strategist and mama Panur, Rachel Cook. If you're ready to get fired up and focused, I've created a free 21-day course to help you get laser-focused, turbocharge your productivity, and get bigger results faster in your business. Give me 30 minutes a day, and I'll show you how you can work less and live more. Visit firedupandfocused.com slash podcast to get instant access to the entire Fired Up and Focused challenge delivered to your inbox daily, as well as exclusive bonuses only available to podcast listeners. You're listening to the Get Fired Up and Focused podcast, episode 10. I want to start today's episode by stepping into what it feels like to be a client. Too often I find that we don't consider what our business looks like and feels like for our clients. And when you don't go through the process to really understand what your client experience is, then you're missing out on a huge opportunity to have those people come back working with you again and again, sometimes for years, and having those same people becoming your best advocates, people who become raving fans. So here's my experience. I was dealing with a neck injury. This is a neck injury that I've had since about 2005. So it's something I've always been fighting and dealing with and trying to heal from. And I wanted to try out yoga therapy to see if there was a way that I could heal myself more naturally and avoid getting injured again in my yoga practice. I was struggling to find a yoga therapist local to me in Richmond, Virginia, So I started looking online, thinking that I could find someone who could work with me the way that I worked with my clients via Skype. And I did find someone after asking around for recommendations. I was really excited. I ended up signing up to work with this yoga therapist for four sessions over two months, and it was $600 for those four sessions. So this isn't cheap. In fact, it's a higher end service. It's much more, almost double what I was paying at the time for a private yoga session in Richmond, Virginia. And when we started working together, I did have great results. I had some great new tools. I knew how I could modify my yoga practice so I didn't get hurt again. And the pain level overall went down quite a bit. But when that package was up, I didn't sign on to become a regular client. 
So here's where, as an entrepreneur, you have to start thinking to yourself and asking yourself, why didn't I? I got the results that were promised. Why didn't I continue working with this person to get even better? The truth is, even though those sessions were great, she was such a knowledgeable teacher and I did get the ultimate result I wanted was tools so I wouldn't get hurt again. There were a lot of things happening between our scheduled sessions that made it really challenging for me to work with her. We had a lot of issues about getting on the same page, especially around scheduling, around the time zone the scheduling was happening in. There was a lot of rescheduling on her end and there was a lot of inconsistency in days and times. It was Monday one week, Friday a couple after that. It was very confusing and inconvenient for me as a busy mom and entrepreneur. For me, I want to have the same date and the same time so that I always know what to expect. And there were even two times where I was sitting there in front of Skype thinking we had an appointment, I was ready to go. And then I would get an email from her later realizing she had missed the session because of a time zone problem. So as a client, this is extremely frustrating. And it's important to remember and understand if you're a teacher, a coach, a service provider, every time you're working with someone, the relationship isn't just about the time that you're actually in front of them or on the phone or on Skype. It's all the little touches in between that make a difference between someone who is just going to be a one-off, one-time client and someone who becomes a raving fan, someone who loves working with you so much that they continue working with you for years. And even better, they tell everyone about it. Customer experience goes beyond just customer service. Customer service is just the entry fee for being in business. This is a must have, it's non-negotiable. You have to handle your customer service. But experience is about really taking care of your people. When you have the best clients, they're telling their friends and their family about you. And it's because you've gone out of your way to create an incredible, mind-blowing experience. This is taking customer service to the next level. The reason people talk, the reason people become raving fans is because you stood out from everyone else who hasn't taken this time. And you can create an amazing experience in a very strategic and simple way, a way that you can rinse and repeat without having to recreate every single client. And it all starts with having a basic customer experience checklist. So I'm going to walk you through an example that I've used when working one-on-one with people. You can take it and adapt it for working with groups or another format. It can work for you whether you're a yoga teacher or a Pilates instructor or a life coach or a designer, whatever it might be. This is a great starting point. If you don't have an actual checklist, an actual process, you take people through. So when you have a new client coming on board, there's some steps you just need to go through and know that you have to check all these off the list so that there's no gaps and they're not left feeling like you don't have it together and you're not organized. In fact, the first few days of having a new client actually coming on board can be the most important in that relationship because you're letting the client know a couple things. One, are you organized? Two, are you professional? And three, are you going to take care of them? And at the end of the day, People want to know that you care. 
So there's a few steps in this process when you're bringing on a new client. And we start, step one, by sending out a new client agreement and an invoice. When someone confirms that they're ready to work with you, you've already had that initial consultation, they filled out the application, or you've had an email conversation where they said, yes, I'm ready to get started. You send out the client agreement, and along with that, an invoice. The point of this is to set expectations. Your agreement lets them know, it reconfirms what you talked about on that phone call or via email, lets them know what they're signing up for, what the program includes, what the boundaries are, when to expect to hear back from you, um, how to communicate with you, what types of tools you use to manage this whole process with them. And it should also tell them what their end of the bargain is. So if you're doing a service especially, you need to let them know what do they need to provide to you in order for you to do that service. If you're meeting up with them or scheduling time with them on a regular basis, you're a coach or a yoga teacher or something along those lines, what are your cancellation policies? What are your rescheduling policies? All of those need to be in your agreement. You need to set those expectations. And you're also sending out a request to get paid. Now, this could be an invoice or it could be a link to pay online. We're going to use the term invoice interchangeably here. But those two things are things you need to have ready to go before you even have the conversation with this potential client. So the minute you get off that call, it's really easy to send these out. And there's a lot of tools you can use to do that. 17 Hats is something that a lot of people are using right now and seem to love for client agreements and invoices. If you're a coach, Satori app works really well. It's one I've used for all of my coaching um, with my one-on-one clients. And if you're a service provider, FreshBooks is really, really simple. If you need to have something signed digitally, then HelloSign is a really easy, simple tool to use to send your agreement and have them sign off that they agree to the terms. Once you get those back, step two is to go ahead and schedule those first client sessions or even all the client sessions if you want to be really on top of it, really organized and let them know, here's your dedicated day and time for us to meet. Now this has to happen once the client agreement has been signed and invoice paid. They need to be in your calendar. They should already have a good idea of your availability from your agreement. So this really should lock in easily. If you're having to send out for six sessions a million different time options, it's going to get complicated. They're going to feel frustrated. I see over and over again that the best way to schedule people is to have a standing date in time, especially if you're a coach or a teacher, somebody who's meeting with them on a regular basis. It should lock into your model calendar really, really well. Don't overcompromise yourself. Yes, you want to be flexible, but at the same time, you don't want to commit to doing calls on Friday afternoons at five o'clock when according to your model calendar, that's your family game night. So make sure you're thinking about this and you have slots available in your calendar for those clients to plug into. Third, once they're in your calendar, you want to make sure that you're confirming with them and sending out that new client intake questionnaire or a new client packet. Now this, again, depends on what type of business you're running. 
But this all comes into how do you get them excited and pumped up about working with you? People want that instant gratification. So yes, you want to have that first session happening probably pretty quickly from the time that they agree and pay to work with you. You probably want to get them in your calendar within the next seven days, but you can get them started with some advanced work. And I use an intake questionnaire. In fact, for my private clients, it is a very long document. It's like 20 pages for them to give me a lot of information so that that first session, I'm already up to speed on what's happening in their business. So depending on your business, you might need to do that. You might need to put together a new client packet that they need to fill out and send back to you. We use Google Docs for that because I can just share it with them and then see all their answers right there. There's no email back and forth. You can do this with just about any business. Any business needs to have something going out to them to let them know things like, okay, here's the information I need from you. Here's the timeline we've agreed to again. Um, Here's how you can, again, set expectations, how you can get in touch with me, how you can send files to me, um, what you can change or what the options are if you need to reschedule or cancel. So this is just, again, getting on the same page and helping them know what's happening before a first session even kicks off. And then you want to send appointment reminders. And these are so important and they're very simple. It just shows a little bit of foresight, a little caring and being prepared. Let them know the day before that they have a session coming up just to reconfirm, hey, we have an appointment coming up tomorrow at five o'clock. That way they know what to expect and to feel ready. And then you can just rinse and repeat this process for each new client. It seems pretty basic, right? It seems very simple and manageable. But I can tell you from experience as a client When these things are not in place and it doesn't feel like they have these basic things organized and ready to happen, then people get frustrated and they start to doubt that you are the right person to help them. So it's really important. This is all about that first impression, helping them feel like you're here to take care of them. Now, some people overcomplicate this entire process. It's really easy for you to create an agreement, save it as a PDF, and then email it to them saying, okay, print it, sign it, send it back to me. But for your client, that feels like a lot of hoops to jump through just to work with you. And this, these little things, it becomes a huge stumbling block. They're asking for people to go through too many steps just to confirm that they're ready to get started. Always look for the path of least resistance. High-end service providers make it easy to work with them, and they have the right tools and systems set up to make that happen. You can get tools to help clients send electronically, like HelloSign is one of my favorites. You can determine your schedule and set your availability on the same days at the same times week after week. No more email threads bouncing back and forth for the sake of being flexible. Remember, you're not a doormat here. You're the expert they just hired. So treat yourself like that. Use something like Acuity or Satoria to make it easy for people to get on your calendar. And make it easy for people to pay you via something like PayPal or Stripe or FreshBooks. People are really used to clicking to get what they want. Online payment is not foreign to people. We've all ordered something on Amazon. So make it easy to work with you. 
If you're doing this all the old fashioned way and you're trying to wait until you're in person or you're trying to do this all via email and printed paper copies or checks, then you're going to end up with a lot of wasted time, a lot of back and forth and overwhelm. Neither you or your clients really want to work that way. They want it to be as seamless as possible. If you haven't set up an experience checklist like this, then you're not only wasting your time, but I'm pretty sure you're wasting your money. In my experience, just because I track the time for my team, and I know that if we're manually doing all these things for the handful of private clients I was seeing at one time, then without a system in place, it would probably take us about two hours a month to manage each client. That means about 10 hours a month. Now, consider that an assistant will probably run you about $20 to $25 an hour. That's $200 a month spent on administrative costs. And if you don't have a team, you really have to consider what your time is worth. It's still going to probably take you that two hours per client a month, except instead of costing you an assistance rate of $20 an hour, maybe now you have to consider your rate, what you should be paying yourself as a CEO of your business, closer to $100 an hour, $200 an hour, $500 an hour. Suddenly that expense has gone up. Now you've got to generate an extra $1,000 a month to cover your own administrative time. Crazy, right? This is not where you need to spend your time as a CEO of your business. And we could also be losing money if you're using too many different tools. If you're using four, five, six different things that don't talk to each other, they don't automate this whole process, that will add up too. It can be $10 here, $25 here, $50 here. Suddenly you have this hodgepodge of tools and there's no integrated system. So it makes sense to streamline everything and make sure that you're maximizing what your experience can do for your business. So what does it look like when you've developed this streamlined, systematized customer experience? If you're doing this the right way, then you're getting new clients much more easily. You've made it effortless for them to say yes, to sign up, to pay, and to actually work with you. You've made it easy for those appointment reminders to hand out automatically. It's all working for you behind the scenes. You're making it easy if the invoices are going out on a schedule and sending them reminders if they don't pay on time. Your system should send out those reminders. And it's so crucial. It ensures that you're getting paid and that they're holding up their end of the bargain. And finally, you're doing this the easy way if there's an integrated system. If someone's calendar changes, if you need to move things around, everyone should be able to quickly see the new schedule updates. It shouldn't be hard to see where they are in the process. If you agreed to 12 sessions with them, you should know how many sessions they've done and how many they have left. If something comes up and they need to shift the terms of your agreement, you need to be able to do that quickly and easily. All of your notes and your communication for each client should be easy to find and in one place, not on a hodgepodge of pieces of paper and post-it notes. And finally, it should be easy to get paid. Probably one of my favorite things of having an integrated system is that it's easy to get paid. 
And this is a big problem, a huge roadblock that I see entrepreneurs creating for themselves. So let me share this insight with you. 55% of small businesses don't accept credit cards, but 66% of all transactions are actually paid with plastic, credit or debit. It's all the same in this context. And people aren't carrying around cash and they're not carrying around their checkbooks. And people are used to logging online now to pay their bills. In fact, with the exception of my kids' preschool and my housekeeper, I don't write checks to anybody. So I'm a walking testament to this. The only time I ever have cash is when I need $2 to cross the toll bridge on my way to my parents' house. I use my debit or credit card for everything. And I'm always amazed when I show up somewhere and I find out that they don't accept a debit card. So it's been shown again and again and again. If you have an online payment system or you accept credit cards, suddenly you've actually removed barriers to work with you. You're helping people pay you more easily. And chances are your business will increase. Your revenues will go up and it will easily cover the cost of those fees. And in fact, if you are worried about the fees, they're so low in general, just raise your prices a little bit so that you can cover the cost of doing business. Make it easier to get paid. All right, it's time to get into inspired action. I'd love for you to take a few minutes and outline the process that your new client needs to go through. First, what does that customer experience checklist look like for you? Do you need an agreement? Do you need an invoice? Do you need automated appointment reminders? Do you need to create a questionnaire or a new customer packet? Is there anything else that will make that process as easy as possible for them? Set the expectations and ensure that nothing will drop through the cracks. This is so huge. Just creating the system, just a checklist, will ensure that the overall experience is so much better for them. And this will help people rave about you because they feel like you are a competent, capable coach, teacher, service provider. And when they have that boost of good feeling, like I just did the right thing, I just hired the right person, they're much more likely to tell their friends and family about how awesome it is to work with you. Next, how can you simplify this process and make it even easier? Can you go from having a lot of different tools that you're using to just one? Can you try an online scheduling tool like Acuity or Calendly so that you're not doing the back and forth email dance? Even just one upgrade in this process will increase the experience for your clients. And finally, how can you make it easier to get paid? I highly recommend getting something like PayPal or Stripe or Square. These are lifesavers. They make it so easy for you to take care of those invoices, to get paid, and to get started working together. Let's make it simple so that more people are pumped to work with you. 
you're loving the Get Fired Up and Focused podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment to rate and review the podcast in iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs just like yourself who are ready to kiss stress in busy work goodbye. Ready for even more ease and less stress in your business? Get the entire 21-day Fired Up and Focused Challenge plus exclusive bonuses just for podcast listeners delivered to your inbox for free when you visit firedupandfocus.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon on the next episode of Get Fired Up and Focused.